Don't wanna ride on your shoulders and put you in the hospital I just wanna roll away boulders so they said it wasn't possible Don't you know that I'm an irrepressible optimist walking with the fatal flaw Running in the streets like feral cats will be hard to mistake a knee and raise a paw Think you saw what you think you saw? Tell us what you think you saw. Make a picture, make it snappy. Make a picture, don't look so happy. All those scowling faces, all those furrowed brows, all those burnt out cases, make them take a bow. some brand new Andrew Bird. I think it's brand new Andrew Bird here on 88.5 WMNF Tampa WMNF Art in Your Ear right now with you. My name is Joan Schilke. I am the hostess who loves you absolutely the mostest. I am so grateful and happy that you're listening. Thank you so much. In just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Susan Gore of the LGBTQ Resource Center that has a fantastic art show opening up tomorrow. Um, But before that, I want to have some real talk with you, my wonderful listeners. Over the last little bit, there has been um, a 13-year-old little girl killed herself. A friend killed himself. Another friend drank himself to death, basically. Um, There has been so much violence uh, around, and I want you to take care of yourself and 
people around you, uh, sometimes they need a little bit extra. If you call 211, just dial 211, that is a resource center and they can put you or whoever needs it in touch with what they need, whether if they are suicidal or if they are uh, feeling violent or if they are having a disassociative experience or whatever it is, 211 is a resource center to help uh, help people be and get mentally well. So take care of your mental health, especially when you turn on the news and it's this heartbreaking, difficult things. So please do take care of yourself. That's that's what I got to say. Um, so it's I know it's not your standard art in your ear message, but I am so concerned about um, how hard it is in some ways for people to navigate when all this terrible stuff is going on around you. And then if you want to take action, just uh, look at how much the NRA donates to our senators and our representatives, and maybe that will help um, spur some of that action on. All right, well, we're going to get going, but first I want to let you know about it's a fantastic thing that's happening tomorrow. WMNF presents a tribute to John Fogarty and Creedence Clearwater Revival at Skipper's Smokehouse Saturday, May 28th. Creedence Clearwater Revival was the biggest band in America. In 1969 and 70, they outsold the Beatles. Do, 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 you can relive the music. 12 bands will cover 40 songs. For tickets and more info, call 813-238-8001 or go to WMNF.org. One of the really great things about Fleas and, and all the tributes here, but Fleas tributes, they are on time. They run on time and they are always imaginative and really fun. And I can't imagine that the CCR and John Fogarty tribute tomorrow is going to be anything but a blast. What a great way to have a holiday weekend. And I hope to see your wonderful faces there. You can uh, still get tickets today, probably till about four, usually four, maybe five. So save, save a few dollars by getting them ahead of time and be prepared to have just a really fun day tomorrow. All right, we're going to listen to... Uh, Oh, so much music, but I need to do an interview. Um, we're going to be listening to Steppin' Out. It is not Joe, Cro- uh, Joe Jackson Steppin' Out. This is Curse of Lono Steppin' Out here on Art in Your Ear on WMNF 88.5 FM. And I hope to be back with Susan Gore. Thank you for listening. Oh, if you want to get in touch, DJ at WMNF.org or you can text 813-433-0885. Is there nothing you can do this time around? Is there nothing left to feel? Is there nothing left for me somehow? The storm is on the way. Can do 
Well, I want to welcome to the airways of WMNF, uh, Susan Gore, who, uh, Susan, you are the uh, president of the board of the LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport. Do I have that? Oops. Yes. Do I have that right? You got it. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so, uh, you know, the as we all know, like no news to anybody, the pandemic kind of disrupted some of the things that had been started before then. And uh, you all had had a art show for Pride um, several years in a row, and then it was kind of disrupted, and now you are back uh, with another art show. An amazing shift. It, COVID has been such a mixed blessing. Mm. Last year we had seven artists, and people didn't want to come inside because of COVID. Now we've got 35 artists, 52 works, 12 countries, mm. online as well as live at the Gulfport Library, and COVID forced all of that. Right. We didn't have this <laughs> mindset before, you know. Right. And I think, you know, I mean, I've I've become addicted to Whitney Museum has all these curator talks, and and they're, you know, they don't cost anything to do them virtually. And and I even though the pandemic is over, they're continuing them and I'm continuing to watch them because I'm like, wow, what a what a great thing. So there are some good things that have come out of the pandemic art-wise, but I love the fact that you're doing it in a hybrid way. And I want to talk about that for a second before we move on to Steph. What was that decision that that you want to give people both the virtual way of doing it and then the analog way, like digital and analog approach to art? Well, the Resource Center is the only one of its kind in a public library in the state of Florida. And we take that responsibility really seriously. So with COVID and the opportunity and the library support to go virtual, we have been able to reach so many more people. And that makes it an easy decision, even though it's complicated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try planning a hybrid event. It's yeah. complicated. Mm. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> it's yeah. a learning curve. Let's say it's a oh. constant learning curve. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. And so now you're, we're delighted. And you're also doing this within the context of a kind of this these culture wars going on in our country, you know, there's there's the anti-abortion movement and there's this horrible racist, um, you know, replacement theory and white supremacy movement. And of course, in Florida, very hard to escape this, you know, the don't say gay and this the anti-LGBTQ movement. Uh, so, so now sort of come, stepping forward at a library, sacred space, if there ever was one, and saying, here is the art of people, not just not just our local people, but here's art from all over the world of people expressing their identity. Um, what what was the part where it needed to be international? How did that, like, how does that play into what you all are doing? Well, we're very fortunate. We do several events a year, uh, and Readout, which is our annual literary festival, became virtual and international because of COVID. So it was a sort of natural extension. And um, we are very fortunate to have jurors uh, who represent various identities, one from India, one from Atlanta, Georgia, one from Fort Lauderdale. And we couldn't do that unless it was virtual. And uh, and how, can I, since you mentioned it, and I do want to talk about the art, we are definitely going to jump into the art, but the jurors okay. that you have, such an interesting, I'm, I'm not, and you don't know me, so you don't know my inability to pronounce anybody's name correctly. Like, I, I'm so grateful you have an easy name, but you've got Hunter Ohanian, uh, Kalki Subramanian, 
Is that? I did that right? Yes. Okay. And then Saudad Taksasi, is that? Saudadji. Saudadji. Okay. I was so close. <laughs> so you did. So this really like interesting. A group of curators that are very, you know, they they have uh, very different specialties, mm-hmm. and yet they're looking at the art. So, um, how did you how did you have these three people get involved? How were what how what were the resources that um, brought in these three amazing jurors? Well, it's all about people who know people who know people, <laughs> and and being persistent, um, <laughs> trying to coordinate Zoom meetings with Tamal India. It's 14 and a half hours ahead. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Um, so we were just persistent because we felt it was important to have the international representation. Mm -hmm. And Kalki is a transgender activist. Saudaji is a black woman activist artist. Uh, Saudaji is also an artist. I mean, Kalki. And Hunter a gay white male who is the director of the Stonewall National Museum and Archive. Great range of, as you said, talents and contributions and insights. And it sounds like they had a very good time working together, too. (laughs) And uh, so you have, uh, there's 52 works from 34 artists in 12 countries. countries, And this opens on June 1st. Yep. Goes through the 30th there at the Resource Center that's at the Gulfport Library, the beautiful Gulfport Library. All free. Right. Um, We couldn't do it without the support of the library in the city of Gulfport. And also on the 4th of June, speaking of art, there is a free program called Speak Out. It's at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, live and on Zoom, and it's a dialogue between Saudaji and an art gallery owner, Steve Glassman, about the intersection of LGBTQ identity and art. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's going to be extraordinary. Uh, they will have the live conversation in the library, but as I said, it's also going to be on Zoom, and you can go on Eventbrite mm-hmm. and look up, uh, speak out. And we'll have that posted on our um, page, on uh, our Art in Your Ear page on WMNF.org and on our Art in Your Ear Facebook page Thanks. after the show. So um, everybody follow and like, or like, yeah. like, follow, Absolutely. all of us. <laughs> just yes, like us, all like of us. us. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, and the 4th of June is just crazy, as you know. Right. Uh, the Saturday before Speak Out, during the day, Gulfport is hosting its second ever, second annual, Pride Celebration and Street Fair. So the amalgamated gecko band, marching band, and music and food trucks, it's, it's going to be a fabulous family-friendly day. Yeah, so there's lots, lots going. So I want to talk a little bit, and, and dear listeners, I'm speaking with Sarah, Susan Gore from the LGBTQ Resource Center in Gulfport, has a great art show opening. Um, so there is, uh, right now for, for an- another project I'm working on, I've been looking at a lot of um, women artists from the mid-1700s through the late 1800s. And, uh, and it's been really interesting to read how their, um, and even before that, there were some Renaissance uh, women, their resistance to being called women artists and not being called artists. And then there's others that are completely embracing it because, not necessarily because of their subject matter, but they're like, yeah, this is, it's hard to be a woman and an artist. 
How is, you know, the art world right now, was there a, or what were the discussions around um, having your identity, you know, the LGBTQIA identities, and then as artists, is it, um, do you feel like, do you hope someday you never have to have an art show that is specific towards this, or is there a celebration embedded in having people who are all kind of in, um, in a, you know, a, a sisterhood and a brotherhood and a personhood of being LGBTQIA? Yes, to all of the above. <laughs> I really think it's a both and. Uh, LGBTQIA plus identities are distinct. Our experiences are specific to, in part, to our identity. And the plus and is because our experiences are in common with many people. Mm -hmm. Part of the message of this uh, exhibit is how COVID really impacted people, and in this case, LGBTQ people, and unleashed creativity, struggle, hope, fear, all of those common human emotions. So you get to see through a specific lens, but the message is universal. Well, and looking at the artwork, uh, you know, there's one piece in there, and I forget what it's called, but it's something like looking through the world through a glass garden or something. And just that sort of sense, it's a very haunting piece, and it's just, it's a photograph, and it's just this idea that there's this, you know, a, a, it, it's suffused with longing. <laughs> That's oh, I love that. And, Will you be a juror next? <laughs> <laughs> and and so that's you know so just to have that like to find a piece and I've been you know I mean I I write about art I talk about art I'm I'm artsy I, you know for better or worse but but the point like that's you know it looking in that piece it articulated something that I did not know I needed articulated. And that, to me, is one of the things that, by looking at this show, I'm getting that sense. I mean, I, there was kids that I know who are, who either identify, um, you know, as, as, you know, they don't want to have a gender identification or, right. or, they are, or what they want is different from what their family situation is comfortable with. But during the pandemic, they were, it was hard to know where to go because it's not like there, there are much, much less resources available to them physically to go and leave somewhere. And, you know, I started off the show uh, just concerned because there was a little, a 13-year-old girl killed herself last week. And, you know, and all these horrible things happen because of people not maybe being able to access what they need to live on. And so this, shows like this matter so much to me right now because here we have people saying, here I am, this is what I am, this is what I do, you know? Yeah, and that's our our mission and our responsibility. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the exciting pieces is to be able to be online. So folks who may be hunkered down because of COVID or even don't feel safe if they're in public. The Resource Center gives an annual scholarship. I'm going to mention that too because mm -hmm. I want everybody to know it's a $2,500 unrestricted uh, scholarship for use by an LGBTQ person over age 18, no upper age limit, to continue their education. Wow. And I got, I got an email from somebody who said, so do you have to be openly out to apply or to win the scholarship? And I said, I'm so sorry, but of course you do, because we want to use the visibility that the winner brings 
mm-hmm. to let other people know about the leadership and the youth and, and the aged elders in our community who are continuing their education. And this person did not feel safe enough to apply. Right. Yeah. And I was so sad. It, so sad. I know. And it's 2022. <laughs> So right. I hear you on that. Well, I want to um, I want to sort of back up a little bit and and give a bigger picture. So so you all have been doing this show for how many years? I mean, I know we had to skip a pandemic year, but this will be the fifth year, and it has grown from a very small uh, only Gulfport participants to what it is today, which is a pretty rapid growth. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the the resource center has been. Uh, just leapfrogging itself. The Speak Out event that I mentioned is funded in part by Florida Humanities. That's just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were honored by Tampa Bay Area Fundraising Professionals last November. Uh, this is, for me anyway, a labor of love and an indication of how much need there is. Mm-hmm. So, right, and having yeah. it, and a celebration too. I mean, I think that's what I feel like. I'm I was starting to like veer a little bit into you know, a, a, like it's an obligation, a, a a societal obligation to go look at art, but it's not. This is really fun art. I'm, I yes. just um, I was just looking in the the piece that I wanted like zoomed past. I don't, uh, but there's a you know there's this great like, um, I think there's two photos of men sitting in bars. Yes. And they're yes. just great. I mean, they're really funny and they're real fun. And they're, I mean, there's also, there's other things going on in them, but they're also like, oh, you know, what, it just makes me smile looking at the, you know, looking at the artwork. <laughs> so the range of uh, media, the, the styles, the different people who submitted, we have a quilt, we have a woven basket, we have uh, collected works. Yeah, it's a great exhibit and fun. Fun and, is something I take very seriously. <laughs> and it looks like the call, like did the call say, the call for work was people do mention COVID in it. Um, and they mention, you know, there's obviously a lot of um, of LGBTQIA uh, life in it. But not every single piece you look at and say, oh, well, that's definitely, you know, oh, that's gay. You know, I mean, that's you don't right. say that there, it's all over, which of course is, is the best art. But what were you, like, what was the call for work, like what? What were you both um, obviously saying and hoping for when you sent out the call for work? Well, I think we're trying to find the lenses because there's not a single lens. I mean, the lesbian community, the gay community, the bisexual community, transgender, queer, intersex, asexual, allied. The, the list goes on. Mm-hmm. We there are many lenses. So what we wanted to do is promote and encourage people who have a lens of art that they wanted to share to bring it to the public. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want the public to know there are so many different ways to see. It's not all rainbows and butterflies. Right. (laughs) Right. There's one of the pieces is called With Struggle Comes Strength, and the artist is Brittany Freeman. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, another, uh, another... Photo that is, I, I think it, it looks like a photo. It might be a painting. Um, another one that is like really fun, and it is somewhat political, but it's it, it is a little bit haunting too. In that you know, there's the idea of a heart 
it, a symbol of a heart, which shows up a lot, but there's also the idea of a real person's heart. And, and it makes me think of, well, that's what really breaks, you know, that real person heart, not that little symbol, cutie pie symbol of hearts. Um, and, well, yeah. <laughs> so. and that artist submitted two pieces. The other piece was the griot, which is mixed media. It is a woman of color with uh, what looks sort of like the virtual reality goggles. And you get great texture with her head. And she's looking for the future. And her heart, as a separate piece, is a part of the installation. Ah, that's wonderful. Now, now that's going to be so interesting. You know, there's uh, one called Cough 2. I had a cough that I couldn't shake. (sighs) You know. (laughs) Well, I just came back from Malta. You know, oh, and I'm so jealous. I was, well, there was a conference for intercultural education, and I was around a lot of people. I know of at least eight who came back with COVID. Ooh. I'm fortunate that I did not. Right. I had to test to get back into the U.S. Mm-hmm. And you want to talk about a little anxiety? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I had but, COVID last year. You don't want to get yeah, it. No. <laughs> so that was, again, the focus of the queering the pandemic was to bring the experience of anxiety and resilience and creativity and hope to the public. Mm-hmm. Do you have, um, do you feel like you have a, a good showing of local people in the show? We do. And um, we're very excited about that. Uh, the piece that looks like chain mail. It's not, it's very colorful. Oh, it's a mural, isn't it? It is. It's an element from a large building mural that a local artist did, and he submitted that piece as a sort of echo of the larger mural. Mm, right. And then yeah. I see the quilt. That's Susan Wood. Yeah. The quilt. Beautiful piece. Beautiful uh, th- there's a show that's opening up at the Museum of Fine Arts by Geo Swami, I think it is. Swami. So you, and, I have seen uh, the art book and Oh, my God. Yeah, and I went yesterday, and um, and it was really interesting because they had an amazing quilt show uh, last year. And this whole idea, like the idea of, of a different way of a different canvas and using quilts to express mm-hmm. everything that anybody expresses in any other art form, I think the, there has been a resurgence over the last 10, 15 years with that, and now really seeing the fruition of textile art. Um, you have a, isn't there a coat in yours too? I think there's there textile is, art. And it's made completely of deflated balloons. <laughs> sewn together. <laughs> it's on an, uh, a human form, you know, an art form, like a dressmaker's form. Right. And it is fascinating. Uh, when it came in in its little box, it's this little pile of latex, you know? <laughs> it's definitely different. Right. So that, talk a little bit about that as the, you know, I mean, I'm sure that there's a lot of other things that the um, LGBTQ Resource Center does than art shows. <laughs> so, will you, we do. Will you talk a little bit about how, now, like having to do the art, like this art part of of the organization? Um, I mean, it seems like that would be sort of the dessert or the reward for some other things, but I might be overthinking it. How does this fit in with the general purpose of what your organization does? Well, our our purpose is to promote awareness of the unique experiences, needs, and contributions of people who are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer, um, and those who don't want to have labels as well, Mm -hmm. and our friends. So this is just an example, uh, an illustration. You're really right. It's 
icing on the cake because it's so visual and textual and all that. But it's really just another or and another example of what we do. The Resource Center started open to the public in 2015 with 250 books. Again, this is a great example of the need. We now offer more than 10,000 books, CDs, DVDs, online resources. We do monthly movies. We do the scholarship that I mentioned. You can find us if you go to mygulfport.us slash LGBTQ hyphen resources. And it's through the library that we have access to all of these. We do a newsletter. um, And and we, we have a great group on the board. I want to acknowledge all the work the board members do. The Art Out Planning Committee, I know some of them are listening in, so I want to be sure to say <laughs> thank you and, and to the library. And how how is it that you got started in the library and how do you feel what you're doing reflects the role of a library in a community? Oh, that's a great question. The book collection started with the donation of those 250 books from uh, the Women's Energy Bank. Okay, good. They had uh, collected a bunch of lesbian-themed books, and when they had to do something because the collection had grown too large for their facility, they said, well, let's give it to the library, and the library was delighted. It was just before I arrived in Gulfport in 2016, so I wasn't there at the beginning, but I know that it has always been part of the library's mission to be available for the entire community, Mm -hmm. all segments of it. And to help cross-educate among communities. Um, Dave Mather is just fabulous. So (laughs) it started, he's the library director, and he he is. Um, So it started small and just boomed. Mm -hmm. And is there, uh, are you an artist? I paint. (laughs) Oh, just embrace it. Are you an artist? Sure. <laughs> well, the reason I say it, you, you must know, I paint houses, but not like artsy houses. I paint walls and ceilings. Right. And I love it. It is my Zen meditation. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so go for it. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. I am an artist. I know. I'm not always sure why. I was thinking a lot about this, and I'm sure my listeners will have something to say about it, but I've been thinking a lot about creativity. And one of my closest friends is a C- CFO, Chief Operating Officer, or whatever that is. Yeah. And, um, and he has to create all these strategies. He has to review things and anticipate, well, if we do this, this is what's going to happen, or here's some different scenarios. And I was telling him the other day, we had dinner, I was like, you're so creative. And he's like, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not creative at all. And I'm just like, what you just told me, like you envisioned all these different scenarios of people do this and complete and understood that. How is that not using your imagination and creativity. So I think we have this very limited version of how the word is used, creativity, and then an even more limited version of how the word artist is used. And, you know, and, and so, so I'm... Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> Wasn't I my intention, it. but okay. No, I love it. Thank you. We all have that. And, uh, you know, another piece of this, I hope, is to inspire people by seeing things that they say, oh, I could do that. Do you think you have art in there that might be the first time someone is showing or one of the early times that people are showing their work? 
I wish I knew a short answer to that. I don't. But there is a piece from a woman in Poland, for example, who wrote in that she was not allowed to show her art. So it may be one of her first uh, open exhibits. It seems very strange to me, and I, I, I try not to be really political on this show, but it seems so strange to me that we are living in a state and a time right now and and in a world that someone in Poland which is a democracy and which is a you know a of westernized country uh that a person is uncomfortable showing their work like cannot show their work and i just don't understand what how how any of this hurts anybody else to have someone have lived their life and create art about it and how that's damaging in some way I don't get it. Love is love. Love is love is love is love. That is a really good thing. So um, so basically, let's go back to the show because we're almost out of time. <laughs> so I know we're just going to start chatting. We're going to talk all day, aren't we? <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> so, um, so Art Out, Queering the Pandemic is up June 1st through First? the 30th at yep. the Gulfport Library. And we've got June 4th, so that's next Saturday, not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow. Uh, there is the Speak Out, the intersection of LGBTQ identity and art. Um, are there other events going with this? that you? Because the Speak Out series, isn't that, um, this is the third, isn't it, uh, talk yes. that you've had? The Florida Humanities Grant allows us to do five dialogues, one on art, one on aging, faith, literature, and law. Mm-hmm. So these are all public events that we hope people will come in and interact. They are all online events. They are all free. Um, going to Eventbrite, and yes, we'll put up your link. And everybody, like WMNF, like, <laughs> like, like, like. Um, so we... We have a busy schedule. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah, because um, we're and it's stretched out over the year. The identity and literature one is in October. Uh, the inner identity and faith, and which is a wonderful one to have in December. So yeah. there's there's lots going on, and dear listeners, this will all be posted. Um, let's give information out about the library so people can actually because um, I I am definitely coming to see this in person. This whole thing in person. Right. I mean, it's so I'm looking at it online, but I'm coming to see this in person. So the library is open, uh, and I assume if people, if the library is open, people can see the work. Is that correct? Absolutely. It, we hung it yesterday. Thirty a.m. It's such a it hard show to formally do. Formally <laughs> on June first, right? And which the is library Tuesday? Is, is open Tuesday? ten a.m. to seven p.m. every day except. Sunday. It is not open on Sunday. All right, but and then Saturdays it's ten to four. It looks like that is correct. So, yeah. uh, so tomorrow. Oh, so the so next, so next, next week, <laughs> next week and onward. <laughs> uh, after the library closes at five o'clock, we will be doing the dialogue, and so the library will be open to anybody who wants to come there. But it won't, it will be after their usual hours. Right. Ooh, look at you. That means we after can hours, babe. <laughs> Hey, that means we can serve wine. There you go. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> and it's the perfect segue from the day, you know, the celebration throughout the town right. of Gulfport. There are under 12,000 people in Gulfport, and I want to plug the library again. In 2019, the Gulfport Library was selected as one of five libraries nationwide for the highest federal honor a library can earn from the Institute for Museum and Library Service. 
and the library director, the mayor, and I got to go to D.C. because they specifically cited the Resource Center as part of their decision. But a small town like this, one of five in the U.S. Right, right. And All good. I mean, bless Gulfport. I've been, since I came to Florida, I've been hanging out and partying in Gulfport. And one of the things that um, was great, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm an ally, you know, but I have Thank friends. You. I have friends and right, everybody. I mean, everybody, if you're not, you should be an ally. I mean, that's not like a hard decision to make. But um, but it was really nice when I had people visiting to be able to, in St. Pete, but even before St. Pete, because we've had mayors that are anti-LGBTQ, um, but uh, to always have a place where I can go where my friends can always feel comfortable and not have to worry about covering up part of their identity and it has always seemed to me just to be this you know this this damage that is done if you cannot reveal who you are uh, you know who you are who you just not who you just who you are and so so yay allies for allies or or people who really don't understand what's the big deal about being gay try spending a day or even just an hour without talking about the people who are important in your life Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I just talk about my dog anyway, so... I got my cat. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I could talk about my dog for an hour, Susan. (laughs) Well, okay. Bring her on. Your dog's name is Kitty. She is. She's a good kitty. There you go. But it's true. Like, if you have a husband, if a husband has a husband... You should be able to say my husband instead of being like my, you know, my significant other, my partner. I mean, that's fine if you want, but if they're a husband, say husband, you know, wife, wife. So, yeah, 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 gotcha, gotcha. Thank you. So, (laughs) well, um, anything else you want people to know? Because we were were out of time. I used up way more of your time than I told you I was going to, and I apologize Um, for that. Come to the library. Come see the show. Learn more about us online. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much thank you are do you also do you have an instagram account or uh oh you're asking the wrong person okay i will find i'll find all that stuff and post it (laughs) you can go to the art in your page and find it (laughs) thank you well thank you so much i've been speaking with susan gore she's from the lgbtq resource center in gulfport which is located inside the fantastic gulfport library the library is located at 5501 28th avenue south in beautiful downtown gulfport it's a uh, gorgeous area. It's a really fun place to walk around. Uh, and you can see this show. It opens up June 1st. Is that Tuesday? Wednesday, Wednesday. Tuesday. It's next week. Wednesday. And it's next week, yeah. So. Coming soon. Oh I know. God. And that's going to be up for a month. And you can go online, and we will post that information uh, a little bit later. And uh, you can see everything we're talking about. And then we'll have the, um, the virtual version of the artwork up tomorrow so people can see that. Because I think you said you're releasing it tomorrow, right? Yes. Okay, so we'll have that up tomorrow. Thank you so much, Susan. I really appreciate you coming on at such short notice. It was wonderful. Great to talk with you. All right, take care now. Bye. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Every time
This is DJ Spaceship from Waves of the Bay, giving you a friendly reminder about our 2022 Summer Fun Drive from June 7th to the 14th. You can donate by phone at 813-238-8001 or via the tip jar at WMNF.org. Okay, I'm going to let you some up, let you know. Can't speak today. Let you know some other things going around town. Um, I hope that I can do an interview with the show at the Carter Woodson, Dr. Carter G. Woodson, African American Museum. Uh, they have a show up called Via, Via Barron's Exhibit, The Right to Swim. And I am just fascinated by this. Uh, the artist, uh, Via, uh, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Vivia Barron is a local artist, uh, or she has moved locally. She's a she's from Atlanta, I think, uh, and it's a really interesting group of sort of folk art portraits of of uh, black people on beaches because for so long that just wasn't really you know <laughs> a thing that that people could easily do. So I want to mention that is at the museum, the African American Museum, and that museum is located on Ninth Avenue South and is it 20th Street here? Let's get the exact address. How about that? 2240 Ninth Avenue South in St. Petersburg and go online and I'll post this. They're open from Tuesdays through Fridays from noon to 5 p.m. or you can call for appointment. And so I going next week. I am going to see this. I can't wait for that. Uh, tonight at the museum, Florida Museum for Photographic Arts, they have their closing reception for the Forever Young. It's a creative aging photography show. It's a beautiful show. Uh, so there is a reception tonight from 5 to 7 p.m. at the museum. And that is in, um, located there right in beautiful downtown Tampa. Uh, and I think it's the, the kind of, there's sort of like an informal or a formal art walk tonight. Uh, the museum is located at 400 North Ashley Drive. It's in that big cube building and it's a, a cube 200. We talked about art out and I felt like I had something else to tell you but now I can't find it. So if I come up with it, we will. Right now in the background we're listening to a song by uh, Wild Pink called Florida but there's another song I want to play you. I found, uh, I was reading an article about a band called Fanny. And it was the uh, first female rock and roll band signed to a major label. Um, and there's a, uh, going to be a documentary coming out about them. And I quickly wrote DJs going, wow, oh my God. Uh, so here I want to listen to a total, total tonal switch in what we're doing. But this band is called Fanny. And I think the song Charity Balls from 1973. Uh, and so we are going to rock.
<laughs> I told you we were going to rock a little bit. That was funny. Even that just put a smile on my face. What I was trying to remember, we mentioned uh, briefly in the conversation with Susan, but opening up tomorrow is Geo Swabi at the Museum of Fine Arts in St. Pete. And wow, what a amazing show. Geo Swabi is a young bohemian artist and her work uh, combines, well, it's stitching and collage and it's just such an interesting joyful celebration it's a celebration of black women it's a celebration of art it's a celebration of um, looking and types of beauty it's a celebration of creativity it's just a really a glorious show we'll be talking to her later this year uh, when she comes back into town but Gio Swabi opening up tomorrow with Fresh Up at the Museum of Fine Arts in St. Petersburg and that museum is located in downtown St. Pete, right there on Beach Drive. It is two, three, what? I'm so blind. 255 Beach Drive Northeast, St. Pete, 33701. You can go online to the mfasaintpete.org and it will get you there. I see E-Love getting set up in the studio, getting ready to bring you some beautiful music, beautiful, beautiful, wonderful music. And uh, so that is fantastic. After E-Love, of course, is the live music showcase and they are going to be, um, I don't know what they're doing today, but I'm sure it's going to be great music. I know it's it's live music. Uh, There's the John Fogarty tribute tomorrow. So maybe they're probably doing a band from that. After Life Music Showcase is Reverend Billy and Marvelous Marv come in for the Rhythm Revival. And that is a show that gets into those roots uh, and the often very funny roots of rock and roll. Um, I've been thinking about them because Baz Luhrmann's movie Elvis is coming out. And uh, it's going to be interesting to hear what they've got to say about that movie. If you're a Baz Luhrmann fan not wait. Um, and then also after Rhythm Revival from 6 to 8 p.m. is the R&B, just R&B superstar show. It's uh, Soul Party with Steve the Hitman and it's classic soul, classic R&B. It's always a great show. And that's followed by the Soul Kitchen, which is a fantastic sort of smorgasbord of all sorts of rhythm-based music. I think it's just a perfect Friday night show. And then we end our Friday nights here with Flashback Friday. And that is also just a very unique Friday night show uh, with lots of Florida soul and R&B. So we've got great music for you for the rest of the day and through the weekend. So please stick with us here. Next week we are raising, not next week, in two weeks we're going to be raising money. This show has to raise um, more than a couple thousand dollars. If you would like to donate to WMNF and like to donate to Art in Your Ear, I would be ever so grateful. I do have some presents that I'm giving to people as thank yous, and they're going to be posted up on the Art in Your Ear Facebook page, hopefully this weekend. Um, if you get them early or if you get a t-shirt early, we'll give you a little deal. How about that? Anyway, thanks for listening. I'm going to get out of here. I also have another really weird song. I'm telling you guys, I'm in a weird mood. We're going to go out with some sweet, with Little Willie listening to WMNF Tampa, WMNF 88.5 FM, holiday weekend. Thank you for being there. My name is Jerome Chilke. I am the hostess who loves you absolutely the mostest, and I cannot wait to talk to you next week. Here is some sweet on your community non-commercial radio station.